Hey team, this is Grant David Collins, and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their time, talents, and money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be celebrating one year of Basement Philanthropy, so let's get started. I can't believe that it has been a year, everyone. Like, that is kind of mind-blowing. And I have a lot of different emotions that are going through my head as I, I think back on the year and I, I think about what has happened. And the biggest thing that I have on my mind is gratitude to just still be doing this, to be just as, if not more, excited about the space um, as I was a year ago when I sat down to record the first episode of the Basement Philanthropy Podcast. And so much has changed, but yet so little has changed all at the same time. And in fact, uh, today, I thought that the best way to kind of commemorate this is to replay that initial episode that I recorded about Basement Philanthropy. And the reason why I want to do that is because there have been a lot of listeners that have jumped on the listening train since then. So I want you to be able to hear what I thought Basement Philanthropy would be a year ago. And I also want to be accountable to you for what I put out there and and what we've created so far and and what I am attempting to create now and in the future. So sit back and relax as you listen to the initial Basement Philanthropy podcast. What is Basement Philanthropy? Hey team, this is Grant Collins and welcome to the Basement Philanthropy podcast, a podcast for microphilanthropists who do not want to wait until they are retired to create good with their money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be walking through the question, what in the world is basement philanthropy? So let's get started. It's crazy for me to be here in my basement right now recording the first episode of the Basement Philanthropy podcast. It's really been a long time coming and... I'm just, I'm stoked out of my mind that you are here and are interested in the answer to the question, what is basement philanthropy? And over the last six months, I have been looking to answer that question myself. And one of the ways that I have done that is through conversations with my friends and family about it. And I have recorded a lot of those conversations for my own use in creating this thing that is called Basement Philanthropy. And as I was thinking about the rawest, most authentic way that I could answer this question, stitching together a bunch of those conversations really came to mind as a way to be able to do that. And so that's what I've done. So here is the answer to that question. What is Basement Philanthropy over 12 minutes of condensed uh, conversation. I hope you enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side. So basically, it's this concept of philanthropy has been reserved so much for like nations and billionaires and those type of things that it feels so unreachable. Like even saying philanthropy is like, oh, yeah, it's cool or whatever. 
But it's just not that way. Individual donors matter so much in philanthropy. And like even from a higher perspective, if you want to make the world a better place, help your neighbor be a better person and the world's gonna be a better place, right? So that's that's the type of interaction I'm interested in because outsourcing our philanthropy to charities okay. is getting in the way of us actually experiencing what philanthropy is. So Therefore, saying, yeah, rather than donating to a cause, we are the cause. We do something. Because you actually are close to the cause, you understand the impact, and then my theory is that's going to create a flywheel effect that will say, oh man, I want to get more money. Instead of just being like, oh, pat myself on the back, I donated to the Red Cross. It's like, oh, I like did this thing for my neighbor that they really needed. Oh, I want to do that again because I saw how big of an impact that made. I didn't just like see a billboard and was like, oh yeah, it's a cool billboard. I did that. Based on philanthropy as an idea yeah. came about by me thinking about my experience in wanting to give back. Like I've always wanted to give back. I've always wanted to do that with money. And I don't know exactly where all that comes from. It'd be fun to kind of dig into that one day, but it's always been there for me as long as I can remember. And from that, I started to implement little projects and philanthropy in my life based off of the money that I was making. So I would cut like a percentage of that money and I would put it towards something. And that then led me to, oh my gosh, like I don't have to wait until I'm 16 retired to be involved with philanthropy. And in fact, it's way better for me to be involved earlier so that I can gain experience so that when I have more resources or money or influence or whatever, I can actually use it in a way that's useful instead of just like throwing money at something. Yeah, because you're going to already have been doing it. Just you're going to do it on a bigger scale. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I started getting involved in this like small giving, I realized how big of a skill set philanthropy is, even on a small scale. Like, and there were some pretty like negative situations that happened to me because of this. Like I tried to help a couple friends with like groceries or bills and it wasn't that like, it was just a mess. Like I almost like lost friendships and I didn't even give them money. It was just like talking to them about this concept that, um, and so I just realized like, holy crap, like I'm really bad at philanthropy. And so all, all of the millennials, including myself, that they're like, we're gonna be able to make a big impact with all this money, is a bunch of bull crap. Like we're not gonna, we're not gonna be able to do that because we just don't know enough about giving and so we're just gonna have to outsource all that giving. Okay. So I wanna create a, a, an ability for people to get involved in building a skill set so that when they get more money or get more involved in the community, they can actually have the skill to be able to be effective there. The next piece was that I realized that my impact would be relatively small by myself. So even if I like was like a millionaire and I built this big company and I sold it and I had all this money. Like if I could get a thousand people to do small things, it was already going to be exponentially bigger than whatever I could do by myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not only is it going to be bigger, but like it'll be able to impact so many more lives than just if I were to go out and do something. Yeah. And so I'm all about like the exponential impact. Yeah. 
And so that's when I saw, oh, there's a void here of content and not necessarily desire. There's a lot of people that want to do something. They want to give back. They know that money isn't everything. And so that's when I said, oh, yeah, I I enjoy making content. I like video. I like audio. I I like that type of thing. And it makes me like excited and happy. And I'm not nervous about it. It wasn't just like me. It was more like a millennial Gen Z type of feeling like to give back and to do something. But a lot of it is like mostly idealism and not a lot of like action behind the idealism. And so I thought like, well, what, how, how could I create something that would influence individuals to start giving now so that they could learn the skill set and whatever that wealth that they generated, that that would then be used for greater good in the future. Often thing that gets in people's way is that they don't know how to go through the process. They don't know where to start, all of that. So what if I made content that like displayed how I was doing that and how other people were doing exactly. And like, how, how how can I display that in a way that's like somebody can digest it Mm -hmm. and be able to say, Oh yeah, like I could, I could do this. I could see myself in that. And the whole basement term. Yeah. Where did you come up with this? (laughs) This is, I'm like, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love the vibe. Where did where did it hit you? In the shower, surely. Uh, In the shower, no, it's a good it's a good question. So I I love how basement makes it feel very like reachable. Yeah. Like absolutely. it's like it, it's very almost a play very, on very ground. Yeah, it's like a play on like garage, like garage yeah. band or yeah. all the, like the tech companies that started in the garage yeah. it's just this very relatable feeling and then philanthropy is a word that is very uh out there uh in terms of not a lot of people know what it means yeah. it's not like an average word mm-hmm. like you hear about philanthropy but nobody's like oh yeah like i'm gonna be a philanthropist yeah, 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 yeah. like there are people that make a lot of money and you're like oh that's a philanthropist or that's a philanthropy organization or a charity mm-hmm but they feel very like unreachable and giving or even charity it's already defined like or service like those words they don't really work Mm -hmm. because people already have a definition in their mind of what service is or what giving is or even charity is but most people don't have a definition of philanthropy and so i can use those words to say hey philanthropy is like giving but or, hey, philanthropy is like service, but, and I can like bridge those elements and bring you into something that I can better define. So the first thing is, okay, what is a, what is a micro philanthropist? I'm defining as somebody that puts aside money, sees a cause, implements money or resources to help that cause, and then measures the outcome. <laughs> and what I would love to do, and this is an idea that I had a couple months ago is, what if I help people understand that their views and spreading this type of information was just as much a part of philanthropy as they're like giving, like their views are worth money and that money can be plugged into like other projects or what I'm doing to be able to create more awareness. And so even if someone just watches my videos or listens to my podcast, 
they are in some small way getting involved and producing resources and income that can be used to do more of that. Like our own micro actions actually have a big effect. Yeah. Especially when paired with a lot of other people who are doing micro actions. That's right. And that's like a big reason why I'm working on this like basement philanthropy thing is because I realized that every dollar that is given outside of me is an exponential gain of giving and impact. The more people that get involved, the more people that see themselves as mattering, the more people that are putting aside money on a monthly basis to be able to give, like that compounds way faster than anything that I could do of myself. And so that's my goal. And that's why the main goal of Basement Philanthropy is not initially to raise a bunch of money. Like the main goal is to produce a bunch of content that allows people to start acting for themselves in conjunction or, or in, in chorus with each other to be able to make that impact so much broader than anything that I could do by raising money for a single cause. So what I had to realize was I've got to put parameters around this or else I'm never going to make any progress. I'm just going to keep on like dreaming up. Like I haven't even told you half of what I want to do with base and philanthropy. Like there's, there's like, an hour's more worth of stuff that I'm like, Oh, I could do this. Oh yeah. And it all fits. It's all beautiful, but it's like a lot of stuff. And I don't have the resources to do that right now. Like I'm doing this part time and starting where we're at with what we have. Exactly. Yeah. And so I realized, okay, what do I want? Like, what is the first step for me? And I realized that that first step was getting other people involved with philanthropy. Mm -hmm. So how do I do that? Well, I'm going to, in 2022, my only goal for Basement Philanthropy right now is that I'm going to get 30 people to have their first experience with microphilanthropy. Amazing. That's it. Totally doable. And how am I going to do that? I'm going to build a course. Yeah. And that course is going to represent, if someone goes through that course and does it, check one person involved with microphilanthropy. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you see people getting that, like, more personal connection rather than house? outsourcing to like organizations or yes. things like that how do you see them actually finding so that's like, a part of the being able to say yeah that's that a part friend of, the... of mine i'm actually gonna Process. help them yeah so that's a part of the the whole like course quote unquote yeah is like okay how much money are you gonna give okay thirty dollars okay where are you gonna give that and it's gotta it yeah i i'm like making it so it has to be like not a donation somewhere or like it it could be but I'm really like pushing people to do something and um it's super fun to be in that conversation with people because most people will have this like oh I don't know anybody or I can't do anything and then like we just talk for like five minutes and they've got like 60 things <laughs> it's so so fast all right philanthropy means that I can spend my one dollar right because everyone's going to be different. Everyone's yeah. going to have their own, right? I can spend my $1 and do some good and fill that goodness back. That's right. Right? Yeah, that's right. So I started seeing that. And then I've loved, I love all these podcasts that are uh, like documentary. Documentary? Yeah. <laughs> documentary. Right. Style. Uh, so uh there's there's a couple in particular i really like called one of them's called startup the other one's called uh founder's journal uh and they're just these 
podcasts that document somebody's learning in a specific field. And so, and it's a way to make content before you have a ton of experience. Yeah. You're learning as you go and other people are learning through that. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's where the podcast, the first iteration of the podcast came from, which is, well, I have all these thoughts and I'm working through all these things. What if I then took that and just built it into like a 15 minute weekly podcast that I would just break down what's happening. And that's going to be the basement philanthropy podcast. It's pretty incredible to listen back to that episode. If, if you're watching it, I have the microphone like straight in front of my face. Uh, and I wasn't nearly as comfortable as I am now talking to the camera and, and talking on this microphone. The general message of what basement philanthropy is and where we are headed, that has stayed primarily the same. And and it's fun to be able to look back on the grant of a year ago and just be with him and say, hey, man, like, just wait for a year. And I just hope that that continues to be my experience year after year on this podcast The one thing that I really want to be accountable to you for is the initial vision that I set out, which was to have 30 people go through this basement philanthropy course that I had created in order to have their first experience in philanthropy. And although I I did all of those things to create that vision, I have absolutely no idea how many people have been introduced to this concept because I I kind of fell off that push a little bit. And as I was listening to that part of the podcast, I just had this wake-up call to get back on that train and to be with more people within my direct sphere of influence about having that experience. And so I want to do two things. The, the first thing is that I have created a new video that is only a couple minutes long that introduces you to this concept of philanthropy and microphilanthropy and will allow you to really have your first experience. So if you were kind of scared away by a pretty big course, please jump down and click on that link and, and watch that video. It's so much more digestible And it is definitely going to be worth your time. The second thing I want to do is I want to open it up for anybody who is currently listening to the podcast to reach out to me directly to have an experience around microphilanthropy and to be in a discussion with me about that. I would would love the opportunity to be with you around the giving and the good that you want to create. And I have a a simple framework that I have developed in order to help do that. So if that is something you want to do, please reach out to me at grant at basementphilanthropy.com or you can direct message me on Instagram or LinkedIn and I will talk to you and and contact you through that. The next year is going to be really, really exciting. And there's going to be a lot of learning uh, that is, is going to come up. I can just, I can just feel that. Uh, and, and we've, we've gained a lot of, a lot of traction over the last year. And, and I'm excited to be able to continue to push forward with that. Well, team, 
That's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with our time, talents, and resources together. And by the way, thank you for listening to this podcast. It is an absolute joy to be able to jump on every week and talk to you. Talk soon.